Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon podcast. Thanks for our listeners coming in. We've got an exciting day for you today. We uh, are listening to people from Europe and the southern United States. That ain't going to work. Yeah, Cal. So good, good pod today, man. Really, really good. Really excited about this one. So we kick it off with the Charles Schwab challenge day one, just we're watching it. We're kind of thinking about, you know, the leaderboard and our picks on who we thought we were going to, who we thought was going to do really well, who we thought wasn't going to do really well, et cetera. And we were kind of, yeah, we had, we got some picks, right? We got some picks not so right. I mean, Bryson, your boy really had a good day. We didn't expect that to happen. Got the over under pick, right? Yeah, what the oh, good lord! And then we got Justin Rose, who came out just crushing the ball today. I was like, "Holy cow, where'd that come from?" Mister Taylor made. Hey, is that a Taylor made in your hand, or are you just happy to see me? So we got all that going on today. <laughs> so we talk about that, and then we had a great conversation with Kevin Perry. We had a great conversation with Kevin Perry today, and uh, he was featured in the Golf Monthly UK talking about overcoming drug addiction and how golf helped him. And uh, we've also got some tidbits about uh, where to play and where to eat in uh, Europe if you ever go play. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And then we kick it off with your cronies. Your cronies come on at the last part of the pod. Here you go. So uh, I don't know if any listeners are looking to go on a golf trip, but uh, so we had eight before this podcast was released (laughs) after the podcast. I don't, I mean, so three of us were on there. Uh, you know, Dan's not a golfer. He's a baseball player. Just kidding. No, Dan's a golfer. Too. But, but, um, we may have a few open spots if anybody's looking. Uh, send your check and your profile. We'll let you know. But no, you had a great conversation with these guys. And I think it's going to be great for, uh, for people listening because I'm sure we have a lot of people listening that are part of groups. They plan these golf trips every year and, it's always drama on when we going, when, where are we going, how much is it going to cost, blah, blah, blah. We try to get through in the pot. I don't think we have a breakthrough today, but... We did not have a breakthrough today. But I think it's a good uh, progression in terms of having one. Please, if you have a golf group and you guys have this down to a science on how you're going to choose where, when, and how, whatever you're going to do to go, write us on Twitter. Yeah, hit, it, hit us, us on, on Twitter. Twitter. Hit us on Twitter. Because group needs help. They need help really Birdies bad. underscore bourbon. Please write us because, uh, I mean, we don't want to, I mean, seriously, we've got good friendships here that we don't want to lose. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, well, if there's if it's that good of friends, you won't lose them. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. debatable. I know. Anyway, it's a great pod. We've had a lot of fun doing this. It's a little bit longer today, guys, but I uh, wanted to give you something to listen to going in the weekend. And uh, here it comes with the day one. Uh, we're starting off with the day one of the Charles Schwab Challenge with Justin Rose leading the board. Holy cow, cow. Anything else before we close it out for the intro? Mellow Granddad led the way. There we go. Mellow Granddad. All right, guys, here it comes. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. All right, guys. So we are back here. It is Thursday afternoon. We are recording it around 5 o'clock, a little after 5 o'clock. Cal, what do you think about this leaderboard? Well, I'm thinking uh, our picks. Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the round, they were looking really shitty. <laughs> and uh, kind of the mid-morning guys were, uh, and still are, highlighted. Uh, but you know, I'll tell you the uh, the Fowler JT 
and Spieth Group. I mean, they started out pretty weak, but uh, you know they're about mid round now, and I think they're all kind of uh, you know mid single digits under par. Uh, you know, Kepka's kind of holding on. You know, I, I guess it's uh, as it's been flying out over the day. You got a lot more people kind of running off the greens or missing the greens, what have you. So, uh, you know, I think some of the stuff was uh, a little true. But oh, back to the leaderboard. Uh, I'll tell you my biggest surprise, which which thinking about it, it probably shouldn't have been Justin Rose leading at seven under. And, and I don't know if anybody touches him today, man. I mean, that guy played lights out this morning. He did. No, he played light. So what does he finish? He finished at minus seven. Is that what it is? Yeah, seven, yeah. seven under. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, if you wanted to talk about an equipment change, uh, whether it's actually the equipment or it's uh, it's just a, just a head game, whatever it is, it worked today. Does it work tomorrow? I don't know. But uh, but I'll tell you, you know, talk look thinking about equipment, and uh, you know, I was uh, thinking about the COVID challenge. Mm. And I'm like, going, well, how in the hell didn't Rose get picked for that mix? Mm-hmm. They picked Fowler with his new uh, new Cobras. Uh, by the looks of it, he should have had Taylor made to build him a custom set of clubs. You know, that's pretty interesting. You bring that up because we said earlier in the week, you know, Rose um, debuted. Uh, the tailor-made stuff at uh, Bay Hill, I think. So he, I think sometimes you, you picked on me earlier in the week about my Honda, Hanma thing. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that that actually, it actually happened. Like uh, Rose uh, started pulling, pulling them out of the bag at Honda. And then by Bay Hill, um, he was uh, pretty much all tailor-made. So it would have been a bigger event for tailor-made if Rose would have you know, replaced, say, Wolf or Fowler, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, how about this? At a T2, uh, my Mura guy, Abraham Answer, coming in at six under. So, uh, good to see Mura's, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in the top five. Mm-hmm. Got Harold Garner. Uh, you know, I got nothing really on him for the rest of the week. Yeah, it's, uh, it would, won't be the first time that he's, uh, you know, top 10 going into the weekend. Uh, don't, don't know that he's really a closer. I'll tell you another guy I was surprised to see. Um, he's T5, Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, that yeah. guy played good today. He and he. Hey, listen. Uh, I don't know how much weight Gary Woodland lost, <laughs> but Bryson DeChambeau gained it all. <laughs> I will agree. <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't know if he stole. Uh, if he's been sneaking, uh, sneaking over and stealing his lunches or not. But uh, but yeah. But I mean, nevertheless, yeah. And you got uh, T five Bryson DeChambeau, Gary Woodland, Berger. I mean, I, hell, I don't know. There's probably uh, so, six or seven. People let's go back to him. Harold Varner. I really don't appreciate you um, dissing uh, North Carolina graduates on the podcast. <laughs> He's from he's from East I'm Carolina. He's from East Carolina. I, That's like two hours no, from I, me. I, I know, and and you know, I've never met Harold, but uh, personally, but you know, seeing him in interviews and uh, you know, just watching him on the course. I mean, it's uh, that's a guy that I would love to play around a golf with. I definitely won't be able to after making that comment. <laughs> no, uh, but but uh, but I mean, I mean, again, it's not you know, that's he. We'll have to go back and look and see. Maybe we can get him on the pod and talk about it, but. Uh, and, and not to beat it up, right? But I mean, it just goes to show, man. You got to show up for four days, and you know, I, I would say if you look at people that have—I I don't want to say blown leads. I think that's a little too harsh because I, you know. But but again, I mean, he just—he uh, just can't hold it together for um, 
uh, for all four rounds and, and come out strong. Granted, yeah. you know, some good good finishes, but uh, yeah. And Dan, yeah, just, and Dan, if you liked him so much, why didn't you put him in your top five? Right. <laughs> good, good, good point, Dan. Just, just saying. Just saying. Uh, no, I thought Bryson was a huge story today, and I thought that Rose was a huge story. Both we talked about both of those guys in detail on the on the Monday pod and. We didn't think they were either one of them were going to come out strong, and they did. They're going to stay one, so they're going to have to show the consistency. But holy cow! I mean, I, I'm blown away by it. Uh, yeah. Hey, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bashing Varner, but just check this out. Check this out. So, uh, 100, 128 events. Uh, he's had 11 top tens, 31 top 25s, and no wins. Now, the no wins thing, whatever. But you know, if you look at those top tens, I, I bet all those top tens, he was, uh, you know, he was in the top top five going into the weekend. So, we'll have, to, we'll have to check that out. And you asked me about this the other day too, and I kind of blew it off. I said that I thought Hovland was the one that had the most momentum behind him because of what he did down in Puerto Rico, even though we knew his up and down was going to be a struggle here. But the last time I looked was about I don't know probably I don't know I've been doing some some podcast editing here today but uh, I looked probably about an hour ago and Morikawa was like three under I just looked again and he's tied for second now at minus six through fourteen like holy cow where'd that come from yeah yeah I I don't know I'll tell you another guy that we uh, we've chatted about was uh, Sun J M he's T twelve at four under so you know definitely looks good coming into. uh, coming in from the uh, from the three month stint, so. And it, out, of, out of all uh, let those, me go, let me go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll just say this on the moral coward thing because we talked about this on Monday, and you asked me out of the three guys, you know, who's going to come out strong this season, and I think this is a huge step forward for Morikawa. I mean, T six through fourteen day one. And, uh, you know, Wolf got all the attention during the time off, right, with his handlebar uh, mustache and everything else with the tailor-made oh, event. Yeah. So, uh, huge day for him. Wow. I mean, this because, like we said, with the tailor-made event, there was a ton of eyes on that. There's a lot of eyes on this this weekend, too. So, if you can hold this steady going into Saturday and Sunday, I think everybody's going to be talking about Colin Morikawa. Oh, so, so I know you've been on Twitter uh, a little bit today. Did you see? Uh, did you see any of the the video, uh, the the pictures of the fans standing outside the chain link fence, uh, taking pictures of the golfers like off the tee box and um, around the greens and stuff? I did, but I didn't see you. Did uh, did they catch you on camera or not? Uh, I asked him to edit that. <laughs> All right, hey, so for Cal, we we jumped the gun here. We jumped the gun because we're so excited to talk about, to talk about the golf. What are we drinking today? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we're drinking a home blend. So uh, I did send it out to a few people this week. Uh, so we're drinking a fifty-fifty blend of Old Granddad One Fourteen and Mellow Corn. Mm. So you know, I, I think they really, uh, really go well together. I usually mix them and like to let them set for a week or so, so I keep a couple uh, decanters running. Uh, but you know, I think you get a lot of heat, uh, from the old granddad and you kind of get that, uh, that rye, uh, a little bit of the bite from the rye. And then you get the sweet, um, you know, kind of sweet, smooth corn flavor from the mellow corn. So, you know, the, on their own, they're, they're drinkable if that's what you got. Uh, I think once you combine them, I think you got a really, really nice bourbon. It's a fantastic tasting bourbon. Uh, let me take another sip here. I've only started here. Let me see. Yeah, have another sip. Yeah, and, and you know, oddly enough, both of these are uh, produced by Heaven Hill. So I'm wondering uh, why they haven't caught on yet. Maybe they'll listen to the pod, and uh, we'll see something coming out. We may, uh, we may, we may do, uh, may, we may do a barrel pick ourselves. We may blend a barrel and see if we can get one from uh, 
from the distillery. We need to. Hey, so uh, on this subject here, I know you have a side bet going with Taylor. And <laughs> if he wins, if Taylor wins, because he asked about this a couple of weeks ago, this particular blend is what I think you were making at the time, right? So if Taylor wins, make sure you send him allegedly send, yeah, let, send let him me, one of hey, these hey, so so he's so so uh taylor if you're listening uh you know he really couldn't get his mind around what bet he wanted to place uh <laughs> once you told him i picked p reed to to uh to win it all uh of course he fires one back across the bow and uh we got a bottle of bourbon riding on uh p reed making uh finishing in the top 10 oh do you okay. so yeah, so so uh hey, but but not a bad showing. Pat got off to a little bumpy start to the bogey number one and kind of rided the ship and just kind of floated around uh even par, but he finished the day at two under. <laughs> he was one of the first groups <laughs> right. So he was one of the first groups out and, and so and rose, you know, and, and and I was as I was watching, I mean the course was really wet this morning. Mm-hmm. And not really from rain, but just kind of do you know, heavy dew and such. So mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that wasn't such a good pick. You know, Pat going out. I, I don't know. He's like the first or second tee time. So, uh, but you know, he uh, he righted the ship and and pulled it together. I thought he was, uh, you know, he did what he does, man. I mean, he was uh, good around the greens, and uh, I, I think that he he missed some putts that would have uh, would have been a little disad uh, was were uh, not advantageous for him. But, you know, all in all, I think he's in a decent position. Uh, he's time for like 32nd or something. But, I mean, it, you know, again, and you got so many people that just, you know, make it to the weekend, right? I just, just don't lose strokes. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kids at minus uh, four. Yeah. Doc yeah, Redman so had a good day. Doc had a good day. Hey, Doc, come on the pod, buddy. We want to talk to you. Yeah. Absolutely, we do. Hey, bring your dad on with you, man. We yeah. met him. Uh, we met him at the Wyndham Championship uh, last year. So, yeah, bring uh, if you want to get pops on and uh, come on and chat uh, some bourbon and and golf. We'd love to. It sounded like a great family. Uh, so, he was really proud of his son, and um, it was a great story. And uh, yeah, absolutely, we'd love to have him on. Yeah. Hey, so so while we're there, so we're talking leaderboard, mm-hmm. and you know, I know coming into this thing, we were kind of. Um, uh, we were really talking colonial, you know, as a shot shapers course and, and the bombers were going to be disadvantaged, et cetera. But, uh, I tell you that Rom, Rory and, uh, Brooks pairing. I mean, those guys are absolutely bombing. I mean, they're going over trees, hitting it through, you know, the little, uh, little windows, and, uh, you know, and then they're scrambling around the greens. I mean, those guys, uh, you know, for bombers, they're, they're putting it on. And look at Phil, man, coming in at uh, four under today. I mean, he had a great showing. Yeah. So that, I, I guess it goes, you know, I, I would say this. I mean, it kind of says to me the course is kind of easy. Uh, it's playing that way. This was the seventh hardest course on tour last year. Is it set up? Did they set it up easily for these guys today, knowing they were coming back from three months off? I mean, this course can play tough. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of blown away by the scoring of the first day because I thought it was going to be tough. And I mean, for it to be, it was the seventh hardest course on tour last year and the third hardest par 70, I think was what I said. So why? Did they set it up easy for these guys day one? Maybe maybe tomorrow it changes. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, just, just from where, I mean, most of the trouble that I saw, I mean, they were kind of putting themselves in there off the, t- you know, off the tee shot. Um, because it, you know, those trees, man, I mean, it's, it, I haven't been there, but it looks very, very narrow. Yeah, it does. So, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll tell you a couple people that I was a little surprised about. So, 
Um, kind of, I'm going to go to the back of the leaderboard now mm. and talk about who's probably going to miss the cut. But mm. uh, Bo Hostler, mm-hmm. uh, he's a Texas guy. Uh, he's coming. He's at plus four today. So you know, there's a good chance he. You know, I mean, he's got to have a hell of a day tomorrow, and everybody yeah. else has got to stink it up for him to make it. Yeah. Johnson, he's at least a two-time winner, maybe three-time winner there. He's at plus three. So you know, can you count him out? Uh, Russell Knox. Plus five, you know, he's pretty much, uh, pretty much out of the showing. So, oh. uh, th- th- those were three that I were really surprised to see. Oh, here's another one. And I think he may have a chance to come back. And I did put him in my top five, uh, to finish was, uh, Webb Simpson at plus, but he's on, he's on 13. So he can still, you know, t- plus two doesn't really hurt you. Uh, again, 13. So, you know, it's not, not that big of a deal, I guess, but again, you, you know, you're scrambling from the back versus kind of, uh, resting easy. So. Yeah. Uh, you got Kevin Na plus two, Harris English That's plus surpri- two. I mean, Kevin Na plus two surprising because in the beginning of the day, I was watching this morning and he was actually doing pretty good. I think he was two under through two. Um, so must have had yeah, a really, really bad good, heck yeah. off. Yeah. 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 I've been watching, I haven't been watching the actual um, uh, podcast, you know, on mainstream. I've been watching it on the Harris NBC English was uh, another one that people were picking as a, as a sleeper, not really a sleeper sleeper. We get it, but he was kind of one of those guys that were picking to be uh, Oh crap. My Ryan Palmer in top five might be plus two today. It's not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Finau. I thought but, Finau hey, was going to do good. I thought Finau was going to uh, do well, good. Here, so here's the thing though. Those guys that are plus one, plus two. Yeah. Uh, now again, I'm just, I'm talking about making the cut now. I'm not talking about finishing. So, you know, they're, they're, I think plus one, plus two. I mean, that, that's not out of the cut. I know. Uh, that, you know, they're still, they, they can make it. Um, and I, hey, what about uh, Dustin Johnson? Plus mm-hmm. one, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, and we both talked about this in, a, I don't know, a couple episodes ago when we talked about uh, the COVID challenge and just how involved and uh, I almost disappointed. It's like I'm disappointed that I'm here having to play golf. And I'll tell you, watching that dude like come down the way. And, uh, I don't, I don't want to say mope around because he, it's not really a mope. He's just a, just kind of a, a saner yeah. and he's just saner and around out there like, Oh, well, let's go again. Okay. I mean, he does not in any way, shape or form. I didn't see, and, and you don't, right. I mean, there's really no excitement in the guy on the golf course. I mean, it, he's vanilla, uh, I guess until he gets really heated, um, you know, grounding your club at the, uh, U S open, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I, that, that dude, he, he doesn't look right, man. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what we're going to see out of him in the upcoming tournaments, but uh, I, I think he's got a lot of getting right to do before we see anything out of DJ. Another guy we were paying attention to uh, on the pod on Monday was uh, Furyk, and he's at uh, minus three. Uh, he's at T24. So I think you were hoping for a stronger. He's only on 14, so he could he could go up another couple here as they come to the end of the round or whatnot. But he he was one of the guys you were thinking was going to be in the, maybe the top 10 coming out of out of uh, Thursday. You know. Oh, you know. Sorry. Hey, and I misspoke earlier. Phil Mickelson. He actually lost some uh, lost some strokes. He was at four under. He went back to. Uh yeah. One under, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But with Furyk at minus three through thirteen, actually through thirteen, there, uh, kind of interesting. So he, if he's got another seven holes to go or so, not yeah, uh, four hole, uh, yeah. So he uh, he could pull one out here. You thought he was gonna be in top ten? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kisner's looking good. Kisner's um, doing pretty good. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's coming in. At, he's at four hundred. He, I don't think he's finished yet. So and I just uh, want to remind everybody yeah. that Cal picked Phil to be in the top fifteen this weekend. He's one under, dude. 
We got, we, we, we've got all day. We've got all day tomorrow, man. What, what do you think Just about saying. the shades, by the way? What do you think about the shades? Uh, I, I can assure you that I did not order a pair. It's like uh, it's like uh, he, he's like the uh, the sheriff in Cool Hand Luke. You know, he's like. <laughs> Hey, I didn't see Wolf well, today. Did, did Wolf shave the handlebars? I have not seen him today. I didn't see him. Did he? Still I, I haven't. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him either. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know, but he, he played decent. He shot three under, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, he, it, it was fine. But I, I don't know. I didn't. I'll have, to, I'll have to go check it out and look at some images. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, all in all, I mean, it's not obviously not over yet. I think you got uh, the finishing group uh, coming in through thirteen, uh, or just finishing up thirteen. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is exactly what we've all been uh, we've been drooling over, man. I mean, we we've been waiting on golf. Uh, it hasn't disappointed. Yeah, Kevin Perry on live with us today. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining the Birdies and Bourbon podcast. Uh, you got Cal and Dan here, uh, so thanks again for taking uh, taking a few minutes to uh, to chat about your story. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So, uh, so you shared a uh, golf monthly uh, an ad or a, a publication from the Golf Monthly UK. Yep. Uh, golf saved my life. Amazing true story about overcoming drug addiction uh, from Kevin Perry. So, uh, congratulations on being sober for over sixteen years. We'll start there. Thank you very much. Cheers. And, uh, Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. You want to uh, you want to take a few minutes and uh, share your story with us? I don't mind. Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah. Would it, uh, <laughs> Do you want me to start at the very beginning? It's a big story. Mm. <laughs> let's get let's, uh, let's do like a two or three minute one. Yeah, there you go. Well, well, I was uh, I was born with a rare de- rare disease, myasthenia gravis. So I was, I was born with that and suffered with that from a, uh, a child. So and when that started to go away in my early teens, I rebelled a bit because I I've been a bit different all my life. Do you know what I mean? Because of the disease mm-hmm. and uh, and some other things started going wrong. As you read in the, the story, uh, my girlfriend and I split up, and mm-hmm. and that was the beginning of a downturn that went very bad. You know, heroin, crack, mm-hmm. living on the streets, mm-hmm. robbing, stealing. It was it 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 was pretty bad. You know, I can't really say how bad it was. It was, it was, it was I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so and then after that, I went to. Um, psychiatric hospital where they dealt with drug addicts and all these things to re- rehabilitation centers and then after that i just took up golf and here i am on this wild journey of golf now <laughs> yeah 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 so from that it's been a it's been a crazy ride and this is the best bit of it i think <laughs> so you gravitated to golf i mean uh, any particular reason uh, i mean i read your story but for the listeners that may not have listened and we'll be sure to share yep. uh, share a link to the story but uh, you know, lots of uh, lots of sports you could have picked up. Uh, what what about golf? Turn what turned you on there? Oh, do you know what? My dad took me when I was a child, like when I was six, seven, and I always had a golf club. But I never really, I never really got into it, and I don't know what it was. Just after the rehab and everything, I went, and it, I was just literally hooked at first sight. You know, it was it's, it was crazy. Obviously, I have a, li- a little bit of an addictive personality, hence why. You know, my background with everything that's happened. <laughs> and uh, this is a good way of channeling it. And with the rules and everything you can learn, you know, make your swing better. There's just, it, the, the realms are endless with it. It's amazing. It blows me away. <laughs> yeah, and I know the feeling for the golf bug for sure. I've, I've got it oh, myself. Good. So, and uh, yeah, yeah. And try, try to get out as often as I can. So, 
I know uh, referencing the story, you brought some uh, brought some hardware with you for the interview. I think uh, with the Blue Bogey Champion in ni- in twenty nineteen. That's it. Yeah, I won that last year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> got to be a good feeling, right? Oh my god, it was. My, uh, I've got goosebumps now when you mentioned it. It's crazy. I think of the day, and yeah, man, it's a. Uh, I'd won a couple of other tournaments where you don't get a trophy, and but this one with a trophy was just amazing. It's 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 on my mantelpiece now. <laughs> It'll never yeah. go. Yeah, it was a great day, and uh, I've won a, another one since then, the Ryder Cup. We have um, a club competition, so uh, we won that as a group, and oh, mate, it's just it's endless. So it's just put a smile on your face all the time, golf. Even when you have a bad day. It, Hey, so Kevin, with the uh, with the blue bogey, it said in the That's article right. that you shot an eighty. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about that. Just you know, Cal and I were golfers as well, but going into yep. the final the final round or whatnot, and you know that day, what were you? Uh, how many shots up were you coming into eighteen? Were you nervous? What did that feel like? Well, I, it, it felt weird because I played so well. I just felt on. I was just on a level. It was it was a, a crazy thing, and I just kept powering holes, bogeying, powering. That's what you needed on the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to seventeen and put two in the woods off the tee, and that <laughs> is why I, sh- I shot an eight. I shot an eighty there, and then uh, it was the nerves that got me. I was out of a group of scratch golfers as well, and I'm like a fourteen handicapper. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, a few things were said, nothing bad, mm-hmm. but the nerves got me on the seventeenth tee. Otherwise, I would have shot a, a record-breaking one for myself. I'd, but that's golf, isn't it? So that's the beauty of it, you know? You but yeah, it was tough coming down 18, and I had a putt for a five on our 18th hole, and, and, that, and that was enough to do it, you know? It was, it was good. Mm-hmm. So Amazing. you got a, you got a little you got a little needling from uh, from your playing group there, uh, being a 14 handicapper coming in at yeah. 80, hey? <laughs> yeah, you know that, yeah. And you know what, it worked, but I, I like it, because uh, we had to deal with that kind of pressure. You know, that that's... That's how life is as well. It's not just golf, you know. It's uh, it, it teaches you something, doesn't it? So, it was a uh, it was a good experience, <laughs> even putting the two in, on the in the woods. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and compared to what you've been through in life, I mean, that's uh, you know, probably pales in comparison to uh, just from your your life journey. So, uh, I'm sure that uh, that kind of gave you some uh, something to fall no, back on. To... It does, and uh, that's the that's the beauty of it is just nothing can scare me at golf or it's nothing should scare anybody at golf because it's just a game and there's nothing over the shot it's shot we create our own pressure don't we you know so really when you break it down it, it's just a it's just a swing try and hit the ball do your best you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I think it's uh, a little ironic i, I don't uh, I'm, I'm sure you're aware golf is back live in the u.s today and they're playing i'm in, watching, uh, for, I'm watching yeah. it as we speak sorry <laughs> Well, no, it's on in the background. So, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I don't know if it's uh, if it's irony or just uh, meant to be. But uh, you got Justin Rose, uh, fellow countryman, I guess, uh, just took the leaderboard, yeah. and uh, you know, here we got you on from the UK as well. So, uh, so, so in, in talking in talking with that, uh, so what was in the bag for your win? Are you still playing the same clubs? What uh, What are you hitting over uh, across the pond? Uh, me personally, I've got a set of Strixon Z five four five irons and um, a Callaway Rogue driver mm-hmm. uh, forward, and I've had them for the irons I've had for about five years, and I wouldn't change them. And if I would, I'd stick with Strixon. I absolutely love that the brand and their golf clubs are amazing. So I had them. I'll be keep had them then, and I'll be keeping them for a little while longer, hopefully. <laughs> mm-hmm. So R- Rose didn't sucker you into the Hanma train, huh? <laughs> 
no, not really. No, no. No, I it's like it. what I like. I like Strickland and Cleveland are my favorite. So, <laughs> nice. yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing because he's got the TaylorMade's back in the bag, and uh, he's sitting at the leaderboard. Who knows where it'll be on Sunday? But uh, I tell you, it doesn't well, t- probably does probably doesn't bode well for Hanma that uh, you know we're back off of a three month no, hiatus. Totally. <laughs> No, I know, and it was. I remember him winning with his. He didn't he win with his first event, and I, I, I thought that was a bit strange because it was more like a, you know he, he was coming off of all that form, wasn't he? Yeah. And then oh, yeah. to win on your first one, it was more the form than the club. So, and then it went a little bit array there, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, so you mentioned. Uh, so you talk a little about your club. You mentioned it earlier, uh, not specifically uh, Surrey National, but you do talk about yep. it in the article. Uh, anything to share about your home course? Oh, it's a fantastic course. I wish you guys would come. If you guys ever come over, you shout me and we'll be straight over there. I'll take oh. you guys there. It's a, it's an amazing course, an all-year-round course. So I, it drains superbly well in the winter, even though it gets very wet. It's cut into a, a valley, so it's extremely challenging. It gets windy up there. Uh, it's got everything, you know, and you don't really get a flat lie. It, it's just so challenging. It's amazing if you can get around there you can get around anywhere <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yeah, awesome. it's, it's, a, it's a good it's a great place to be and all the people there's so many members and it's it's like a family up there it's, it's real nice yeah i can uh promote it enough how many times are you getting out there a week these days uh i've only play on the saturdays because of my medical condition i really only get to play on a saturday morning so once a week but that's still great i love that as you know as much as i'd love to play more i'm happy to play once a week so that's a, a great thing yeah you mentioned in the article it said it turns into a pub on saturday it sounds pretty fun huh <laughs> uh covid19 but uh <laughs> yeah. we've been a bit quiet lately i got gotcha. you know, it's a great atmosphere up there all the guys stay and have a, a beer and it's just it's lovely yeah we've got a fire going in the background it's good we watch oh. the sports up there Nice. Yeah, it's real, real nice. Yeah. So, um, back, back to so, who is your favorite uh, European or PGA Tour golfer? Oh, blimey, I've got a few to be honest. Uh, I, my favorite European would be Eddie Pepperell. Okay. You know him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's great. Yeah. I mean, it's just the personality. He's a great golfer. Um, I love Justin Rose, Will Rory, of course, and. Mm-hmm. And uh, the America, you you guys over there, you've got some fantastic golfers to, to reel off, having a Tiger, you know, Dustin, mm-hmm. all of them. They're mm-hmm. just all brilliant, really. I'd, I'd say Tiger would be my favorite golfer if, oh. we had to, if I had to pick one. Hey, I'm not sure if you've been keeping up, but the uh, the vessel is on the move up the eastern shoreline to where we're thinking we're going to see a Tiger next week, for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Literally, I've just tweeted about it on the to, to Golf Monthly, and I hope it is. He's fantastic to watch. He's he's beautiful to watch. The way he swings the club, moves the ball. It's oh yeah, oh it's impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess he's, you... just, he's even even this to this day, all these years later, he's still breathtaking to watch him hit that golf ball. Yeah, I guess you've got access or had access uh, to be able to watch the uh, the match too with uh, Tiger and Phil, and then uh, the two quarterbacks. Yeah, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it afterwards on uh, on YouTube, I think, and uh, I enjoyed that. It was brilliant. I watched the one the week before with Rory and mm-hmm. DJ as well. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, that's, that was kind of foreshadowing what we're seeing today from DJ, which is not too stellar. <laughs> but hopefully, he can get his no, game back soon enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure he'll be back. He'll only need a few holes or maybe a round to get going, money. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Cal and I have never been to um, a uh, European tour event. Which one would you recommend if we get over to the pond and we're, we'll definitely come see you and play at your at your club there for Surrey. Um, but if we were to go see a European tour event, what would you recommend non-major-ish? What, what, have you been to many and what would you rec- recommend for us to go see? Uh, the last one I went to was at Walton Heath and that's mm-hmm. quite near me. It's a very famous course and uh, that was they do the US Open qualifying there. Um that was the British Open was there the other year. Okay. So if you can go to a British Open, they're all pretty good. They, mm. It changes every year, and I've been to a few. And the next one this year is at Lee Westwood's course, mm. Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Close House, sorry. My apologies. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, they move about over here, and I'm only in the UK, so <laughs> it'd be hard to say. I mean, the, uh, the French Open where the Ryder Cup was, mm. that, that would be a good one to go. Mm. They play that there mm. every year. So, yeah. But I hope you guys come over one day. We will. I'd yeah. like to come to the States as well. <laughs> yeah, have you been over? One day. I, only as a child. Uh, in 1991, a family holiday, and I enjoyed it, and it left an imprint on me. It's, uh, it's lovely, yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you mentioned uh, – yeah, Florida, right? I know you mentioned Augusta uh, out, out of your, your favorite tracks or what yeah, you like to play. I, I, I haven't had a chance – play it yet i've been to quite a few tournaments there man i tell you just what, a, what a masterpiece that thing is yeah oh, yeah it's awesome i mean there, there's nothing like it oh I, that's how that's how it looked for me over here i mean it literally looks breathtaking and even to go and get it uh, go and walk around it even if the mask wasn't on it would like it would feel an honor to, to go and see it yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's one of those things you know you see it on tv and it's you know it's like oh my god tv's probably doing so much for this thing and you know they mm-hmm. probably got the probably got the picture tuned up yeah. and, and the colors vibrant and and honestly man i mean when you go in april when the azaleas are blooming and oh, such oh, i mean oh. no kidding dude it, it it almost looks better in person than it does on tv i mean it is it is truly unbelievable so yeah well maybe one day i'll get to see it i hope Oh, that's the aim. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it'll, it'll look a little different this year. You know, they're going to be playing in November. Uh, so, you know, they, they usually, they typically plan that. And, you know, Augusta, prior to being a golf course, it was a, yeah. a nursery, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, they went in and kind of carved the carved the holes out of the, you know, the trees and the foliage that was planted. But uh, it's going to definitely look different, you know, later in the mm-hmm. fall, you know, beginning of winter uh, without everything there. I mean, that's still, it's still going to be amazing. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it, uh, how it holds up and, uh, you know, what, what the would conditions you, uh, are going to be like. What would the conditions be like that time of year there? Yeah. So, you know, in Georgia, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, we're a pretty, uh, pretty mild climate. I mean, obviously we have some seasons. It's, you know, the, the uh, you know, I, I live in Atlanta, so about two hours east of, of Augusta, and yeah. you know the the old saying in Atlanta is, if you don't like the weather today, stick around; it'll change tomorrow. Gotcha. So, it could easily. I mean, you you could have swings in the probably the you know in the forties up to uh, the sixties, and right. you know rain. You could have rain one day, and then you know dry as hell the next day. So, I mean, it's really gotcha. across the board. So, I, I'm imagining you're going to see. Uh, Probably some uh, some precip- precipitation of some kind and yeah. uh, temperatures in the give or take mid fifties. I, I would think so. I you know quite comfortable playing. Uh, not, nothing to nothing like you guys wind up with over there. No, maybe not. <laughs> no, but it'd be nice. Um, even if the conditions are changed, it makes it a more interesting event. I think. I mean, if it's changed, so it, it could be a bit different. So if they're having to play different uh, conditions, wind, whatever. It, could make it a little bit more interesting. 
Yep. The, the yeah, other thing I, that you got to recognize too during that time of the year, and Cal alluded to it a minute ago, was usually what you see with Augusta, all of the azaleas blooming and everything. And within that yeah. phrase, you're talking about blooming. And just a lot of people have reactions to these allergies. You know, it's that time of the year where you get the runny nose and the itchy throat and everything else. You're not going to have any of that in November. So that'll be interesting too. So somebody has uh, an allergy where they're going there every year and they're struggling with that. They're not going to struggle this year. I know Rory's talked about that as well. Yeah. Like he likes to you know, start eating honey early on, that kind of thing. But I don't know if he has a bad yeah. reaction to allergies or not. But it should be interesting to see if that has any impact on it for sure. Yeah, and and the fans. They say the fans will be back for that. Is it? Com- I'm not sure if it's confirmed. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got four weeks of PGA tour that they're not going to have. So I guess through June yep. there won't be any spectators, and then uh, starting in July they're going to start to allow spect. Well, speculatively they're allowing spectators. Yes. Like, you know, in, in some limitation. I'm sure it's not going to be yeah, the capacity so- that it was. So. No. Oh, but you know what? By by that time we could be up. To- a good a good number of fans being allowed into a tournament and you know it's nice everyone needs that don't we we need the fans as well oh, yeah. yeah what's what's uh what's going on with the european tour i, I know they're yeah you know, we're hearing quite a lot of noise see because you've got some people uh you got westwood uh can't really remember you know there's quite a few european tours that are playing today and and a lot of them keep homes over here but you know, some of the uh, you know top 100 in the world did not elect to make the journey. You got a two-week not quarantine, a, and if something yeah. happens, you know, and then you you can't go back over and get to your family. Golf Jesus kind of decided not to too. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood. <laughs> Fleetwood, Tommy Fleetwood, great, great player, great player. <laughs> so, no, so when's the I'm, European I'm, coming on? I'm, I'm, not, I'm still, we're still. Uh, I'm not up to date on that, to be honest with you. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have an answer for that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not anything specific, but so I've you- heard about the Justin Rose thing doing sponsoring the ladies tour, which is a brilliant, yep. brilliant yep. thing. I hear yeah. amazing for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are there any changes? Yeah. So, at your club at Surrey, uh, any changes there? So, I know here the play regularly. They're you know leaving the pins in all the time. They've got a modified cup where they've got kind of a a cushion or a padding in there. So you guys may be walking over there most of the time, but have you guys made any course modifications? We're exactly the same. Literally, well, we've got the clubhouse is closed. We can only go in and pay for uh, anything, like a drink or something. There's no no bar as such. Uh, one to a buggy. Um, it was two balls in the beginning only, and now we're back up to four balls. And the pin is the same as you, you guys are saying. It's don't touch the pin, and there's a contraption in the bottom to, to stop the ball falling all the way to the bottom. And, yeah, that's it, really. And other than that, it's full steam ahead it's, it's been brilliant to go back I had a, a good well, seven or eight weeks without it and I missed it <laughs> right yeah it yeah no kidding yeah yeah but no it's uh, like I say it's all, it's all slight, slowly slowly getting back to normal which is lovely I mean we all need a bit of that I feel well a little more about you Kevin I know you shared uh, sounds like you're a big car guy so what uh, what kind of car are you driving these days I don't have nothing special. I've got a Mitsubishi. No, I'm uh, pretty quiet. I used to love my cars. I had an RS Turbo back in the day in Escort. I'm not sure you guys would know that, but it's what that was. But it's a bit of a sports car turbo thing. But yeah, not not lately. No, I'm, uh, I'm just all about my golf at the moment. So <laughs> that's about it, really. 
Well, let me ask you this, Kevin. So um, really appreciate yeah. you sharing the story. And uh, I think it's a great story in terms of just your recovery you. and your sobriety and just, you know, to picking up the game of golf and what it's been able to do for you. Yeah. You said you got that addictive personality where you're continually yeah. trying to, you know, beat beat your game, you know, right? And just continue to get better. I think it's a great story. We're really looking forward to sharing this with the with the listeners. What's the best piece of advice you. you've given out lately? You know, like what what piece of advice do you give to people um, that you know share that that could that could benefit from your story? And you know, could you kind of share what you kind of like what 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 do you help people with? You know, that advice. What anything you've done there? Uh, I'll be quiet because I'm kind of rambling on about it. But I'm, I'm sure you know what I mean. No, that's fine. <laughs> I've, I've got no like profound thing to say. But what I would say is, you, you know. The best bit of advice I could give anybody with a problem is you must talk about it. You've got to seek help. You know, if you're in a particular problem, there'll be someone out there that is trained to help you in in that particular way. And that is the key thing is to people find someone you can open up to, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and 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 let it all and air your air your problems. You know, uh, the therapy I had when I was in rehab was was brilliant. You know, it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. It was. It was tough, but that's, you know, if you can talk to people, have some therapy, even not on the scale of a, a drug addict, I think everybody could do have a little therapy. You know, learn about yourself. That Once you know yourself, you can generally deal with things a lot better. So learning about yourself and talking to talk, find someone to talk to, you know, those are the best bits of advice I could give anybody in life. That's outstanding. And get out and play golf. You can get out and play golf. And play golf, yeah. <laughs> Early and <laughs> often. Cool. And, get a, uh, and have a hobby. No, you're right. An answer to that is to have a hobby. Have something you enjoy doing that gives you pleasure, you know, because there's plenty of uh, dark times out there. So if you've got something to fall back on that gives you pleasure, that can be a help to you. So so you're at a 14. You're still playing at a 14 index? Yeah, I'm still 14. I'm 14. Six at the moment, so... Our club competitions are starting back up in two weeks. So hopefully, I've been playing quite well with these last uh, two or three weeks. So hopefully, I'll get cut a little bit. <laughs> are, are you working on anything in particular to uh, to drive that down, or you, you have you hit a plateau right now and you got to find that uh, that next level, or what, what's it looking like for you there? Uh, I am I am working on something, and I have felt like I've hit a plateau I've, with my swing. I'm not sure I could get much more out of what the swing I've got. Uh, but what I'm working on now is just my course management. You know, don't take on shots that you can't, you know, that are uh, risky shots, you know, try and removing these parts out of the game. That will get me down possibly another two or three shots, maybe four. I'm not sure, but that's what I'm working on. Course management at the moment and always my putting as well. So <laughs> they're, they're the two things I'll be on at the moment. <laughs> yeah, same here. I mean, good good rules to live by in life. I mean, you just mentioned it a, a few minutes ago, but, you know, not, you know, course management, life management, you know, just, yeah. uh, you know, what, what can you take on and, and uh, you know, how can you make it better? Exactly. I mean, it's, a, it's all a challenge and, we're, you know, we're all going to make mistakes and the, the key thing is to learn from them and then you, you, you're a wiser person and you move on. And that's life. It's, it's not easy sometimes, so you've got to make the best of it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Kevin, so in this time where we got COVID and the world is just in a weird place, I'd like to give Ooh. everybody something positive to listen to or positive thoughts. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to uh, this year in 2020? Is it a tournament you're going to play? Is it uh, a major you're going to watch on TV? Is it horse races? What is it? What are you most looking forward to in 2020? 
Uh, I, to be honest with you, none of those things. I think I'm just looking forward to life going back to a, a normality over here. I mean, you know, visiting parents, we've still got a two-metre rule in place. Mm-hmm. You know, all those sort of things, uh, I miss that at the moment. And, uh, yeah, the golf thing, I, of course, I'm endless with the golf. But uh, I really, yeah, all the things with the family and people, the pubs opening up, mm-hmm. you know, general life getting back to, to, uh, to normal is what I'm really looking forward to 2020. And the golf, I can't wait to watch the Masters, obviously. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Masters for me is number one. So, yeah, all those, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. When you break it down, we've all had a hard time and it's all coming back now. So it's just a, just a case of uh, keep looking forward. The light, the light at the end of the tunnel is getting closer for everybody. So there's still some tough times ahead, but. Yeah. So you mentioned Tiger's your favorite golfer, and then of course you've got yeah. uh, you got a love for for your some of your uh, European guys. Definitely, um, definitely. Do Do you think, in your opinion, this is where we like to get controversial in the in the podcast? Do you okay. think Do you think Rory pulls it out? Do you think he wins uh, the Masters? Not this year in particular, but does he Does he close the Grand Slam? Oh, mate, sorry, you cut out then. I missed oh, that. Bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it no, Rory it's fine. And then it does sorry. Does Rory eventually close the Grand Slam and win the Masters? Oh. Uh, eventually, one hundred percent. I can't. I'm not gonna. I don't think it'll be any time soon. <laughs> it could be like, could be like when he's, you know, like the Jack Nicklaus story when he when he won it in eight. He was a lot older, wasn't he? And uh, so, yeah, I reckon he'll do it. But the pressure is a lot for him at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And it's Jordan Speed. Is it Jordan Speed? What one has he got to win to, to close the Grand Slam? Has he got to have the? Um, he's got to win the um, U.S. Open, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the uh, U.S. He's got Open. The, he's yeah, the U.S. Masters. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I think it's it's tough for them guys that have got one left because it, it you know, the, the pressure is immense just to get that one thing, that one goal is just amazing. The pressure must be amazing. Well, so you brought up Spieth, and uh, so we usually do on our podcast, uh, we usually pick, uh, we, we haven't in a while, but now that it's back up and running, or we're about, golf's back on, we yeah. usually pick uh, pick a winner for the week. So uh, I picked Patrick Reed. Uh, obviously, he, you know, he didn't have a lot of fans, probably got more haters, but uh, I thought he'd do well in Texas. I, I like him. I think he's a, a controversial figure, but I like that, and uh, he's a player. He can The man can play, <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, talking about dealing with controversy. I mean, I think uh, you know he's uh, and and you know especially from a Ryder Cup perspective. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm surprised to hear you say you like him. No, I know, but that's what you know. What that is the great thing about the competition. If you didn't have people like him, then there would be no no fierce rivalries. But uh, I think he's brilliant, and I, I you know I, I can respect that. <laughs> I, I want him at the Ryder Cup every time. As long as our guys, you know, Ian yeah. Porter, Ian Porter, what a player, Ian Porter yeah. for the Ryder Cup. I mean. He's, a, he's just a, he's, it's mad what he can do. Yeah, so, uh, so, so Dan picked, uh, he picked Spieth to win this week. So I, I yep. think that, I think the, at the end, at the end of the tournament today, or the end of today, I think we're kind of going, it's going to really open people's eyes to, uh, is Jordan going to make a comeback or is Jordan going to continue in the slump? And so I, I think today will shine, uh, will shine a lot on that for us. Mm, me personally, I'm going to pick the slump. <laughs> I, I can't see him coming back I can't see him coming back just yet he's, he's just something's not there for me for Jordan Spieth at the moment fantastic player though but uh, I, he will come back but it's, for now it's the slump for me <laughs> yeah fair, fair enough I, I, I did put him in my top five so uh, so I, 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 I <laughs> to the positive of that one but uh, okay, okay. 
you watch your win now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, being a European, I will pick Justin Rose. Rosie for me. Uh, oh, there you oh. go. Yeah, well, he's uh, he, yeah, he's he's seven under right now. So uh, you know that dude, he, he's seven under. Uh, I think he started on ten, so I uh, still got a few holes to go. But uh, but yeah, I mean, he's uh, that dude's looking good, man. He's he's looking lights out. So definitely a good yeah, looks he, like a good move for him. To, you know, switch equipment. So get that probably. Yeah. You know, it's a confidence boost. I mean, most of it's uh, most of it's in your head. So. That's it, and uh, and we know what he can do when he's playing well. I mean, that run he went on a year or so ago, it was fantastic. The consistency of the man was phenomenal. So we know he can do it, and it, it wasn't that long ago that he was uh, he was up there. So he, he, I think he'll be back. Yeah, he's got that tiger kind of drive where you know he wants to go out there and win. He thinks he can hit every shot. Like um, you know, he thinks he thinks he can hit every shot perfect, like Tiger does. You know, those guys. I mean, look at the the match we had two weeks ago at Tiger, and I, I talked to, to Cal about this, and I said, who's the one guy that's not rattled out there? Mickelson said he was nervous, and the two quarterbacks said they were nervous. We knew why the quarterbacks were nervous, but Tiger was not yeah, nervous. Definitely. He just thinks he can hit every shot exactly where he wants to hit it, just like Spieth does, too, as soon as he gets that head back in place, for sure. No, that's right, yeah. but it, I mean, obviously, with the Tiger thing, but he, he does it 99 times out of 100, mm-hmm. whereas everybody else doesn't yeah. match them numbers. That's the confidence of the man. It's just it's amazing to watch off. He's, he's brilliant and he's absolutely absolutely all right well kev well, thank you for joining us uh i think we got a couple couple minutes left here and then we gotta we gotta kind of wrap this up i don't you know i don't want to take no, up too much of your time mate. i really appreciate you guys having me absolutely so so one thing we do like to ask uh and especially we've got uh, got a guest on from from europe so we're always looking for a diamond in the rough uh, i know we talked about sir uh, but a couple things we like to ask is, uh, you know, if you're if you're out and about in you know in, in your part of the country, uh, so as far as a diamond in the rough goes, what restaurant are you sending me to when I come over to play? Diamond, <laughs> <laughs> diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. Well, you got me here. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, <laughs> there's a there's a restaurant. Do you like Indian food? Sure, yeah. love Indian food. Yeah, well, well, I've got a place for you. The star of the star of India in Cheem is near me, and uh, I hope you guys come over. Uh-huh. I'll take you there after our round of Surrey. That's where we go. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, all right. So got got that. And then as far as golf course outside of Surrey, anything yep. that uh, in, anything that's uh, that's a spotlight uh, spotlight for you where you'd send people? Yeah, I would definitely say it's, it's one called Old Thorns, and. Uh, it is fantastic down there. It's got. Uh, it's in Gil- It's near Guildford. It's a well-known course over here, and it is is very good. You could go there. It's a fantastic place to be. I go there once a year, stay at the hotel, and and enjoy it. It's brilliant up there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, hopefully this COVID thing will get wrapped up, and you'll be able to uh, to make your annual homage and uh, and enjoy it around there in 2020. So, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we uh, we really appreciate you taking time to come on, share your story. I guess any any closing comments that you'd like to share with uh, with the listeners? Just to be safe and take care, keep positive, and uh, things are going to turn around and keep playing golf. <laughs> there you <laughs> That's go. all I can say. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me on. It's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. Thank awesome. you very much. Okay. Yep, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll look forward to getting out to uh to our listeners so again thanks uh thanks for kevin perry yep that's brilliant thank you very much guys i definitely don't like it when we get bossed around
I don't know how you, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel, but, uh, I mean, I feel like uh, I'm planning a golf trip for 2020 once again. <laughs> how do you guys feel about it? This yeah. better be the best damn golf trip of all time. <laughs> hey, Kev. So, uh, hey, so did anybody crack open their booze yet? Yeah, I tell you what I've got in front of me is a is is a tasty tasty little uh, doesn't say what this oh mellow granddad. Oh yeah, yeah. The, so, the disadvantage. Yeah. Kurt mentioned he got his too. So the disadvantage you guys have is you've got uh, you got a mini bottle. I've got a couple of decanters. So uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be a little more free spirited as I uh, as I sip away through this through this chat. So have uh, or had. Uh, dealer's choice, man. You, you pick it. You pick it. There you go. Uh, so it sounds like we're locked in for Reynolds Plantation for 2020, which Kurt, you want to, uh, you want to run the show with this one? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we voted three times for farm links <laughs> and I think we should, you know, respect democracy. Kevin, any, uh, any input on that? Uh, I have run out of all of cellular data going back and forth <laughs> on farm links over Reynolds, but I'm excited about Reynolds this year for the 11th, 11th year in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I, ju I just got a text. So 2021, we're heading back to uh, Reynolds Plantation. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. In case you don't get to play something this year and you haven't played it in the past, you'll get to do it again. Send them your favorites. You may get a repeat. Good news is uh, that they've, they've broken ground on a new course because they hear that we're coming back for our second decade. <laughs> so they're uh, trying to keep us excited about coming. I know, uh, but they've never liked us there to begin with. That's true. They've actually personally asked us every time that we've come not to come back. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just Cal. That's just Cal. Hey, take, take your Virginia Slims home, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I'm, it's, it's golf and drinking, so it's hard, hard not to have a good time. But, uh, just a word of advice to the listeners. There's no reason to do a fucking survey. Just, uh, just let it fly, man. Just make it up, send it out and let it go. And then whenever you get a chance to book something, just book it. The surveys do not work. Mm. No, I'd yeah. say, I'd say after you, after you've reached your, your consensus, the majority, the vast majority, when 90, 90, over 90% have agreed to one place, what you do is you go ahead, you pick up the phone, and you call Reynolds Plantation, and you go there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, we haven't talked about this, but, you know, I, and I don't know if anybody from the group has, uh, has had COVID, but maybe it's a COVID hangover, and uh, maybe they don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> Well, that wouldn't explain the last four years. <laughs> noted. Noted. Dan, uh, so, have, you played, have you played Reynolds? I have not. No, I have not. I'd like to. Cal never takes well, me anywhere. I feel like we should reach out to them and, and get some type of kickback. Yeah, we should. Absolutely. Of course, we have to tell them Cal's not coming. That way we might, it actually might happen. You know, We're not coming. We're not peeing in front of the steakhouse. <laughs> but we would like a kickback. Technically, it was beside the steakhouse. Beside the steakhouse. <laughs> and that glass door should never have been on that type of shower. It was a, uh, it's a doorless shower. That's what they should have had. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So, so, here, so here's the other thing is, so there's, an, there's, uh, so there's eight people, right? 
And, um, and one of the guys shows up some, some years he shows some years he doesn't, uh, another guy, he usually only make, he doesn't eat. Sometimes he doesn't even make it through a first full day until he either has to go home or go to the doctor. So, I mean, there's two, two votes, 20% of the votes don't even count. I mean, they count like, cause you, I mean, everybody gets to participate, but that's kind of like, uh, oh yeah, sure. Go ahead and make your mark. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that is a good point. I mean, and here's, so here's the other one. So one of the, uh, so we're going to Reynolds this year because, uh, one of our, uh, one of our mates, he's, uh, he's procured lodging there. Uh, not permanent, but like a vacation home. Right. And, uh, one of the guys that's going on the trip, not the guy that owns the property. I mean, he's, uh, he, he's going to break something for sure. I mean, I, I think there's no chance that he's not going to either wound himself or break something. Uh, I'll go, I'm going to go, and we can make a wager on this if you guys want to. You want to go, uh, I'll, I'll go, you want to go 48 hours over under? That's not fair. I'll go 20, 36 hours over under if we want to put some wagers out there. <laughs> Ooh, it depends on, what time we, depends on what time we check in. If that encompasses two nights, uh, I love the under. <laughs> so we so we'll have to firm that up on what the uh, what the official check-in time is and it's really what time he checks in not what time everybody checks in because people show up at different times but uh but yeah there's uh I, yeah I, I definitely like the under two if it's two nights i say the clock starts ticking when the last person crosses the threshold because that's oh uh, yeah that's when the collective damage will ensue that's solid shit. I'm going, I'm with, I'm going to scale it back to 24 hours then because, uh, I think, I mean, I, I don't know that any Kurt, what would you bet over or under? Uh, I mean, the unders the, the same. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's like it, it so I got to scale it back to like 24, 27, 29. I mean, maybe we have to go with an off number because, uh, if 36 hours, the under is you're just giving fucking, if you bet the over, you're just giving your money away to the other side. So I, I, yeah, we, we can't run that one. We could even do over under this time next month. Are we going to rentals? You know, it's a good, that's a good bet too. Or uh, even hey, Friday night. It might change. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. What, oh, what, what's the next night that it does change? As soon as we send a text. <laughs> uh, what, what was your, your buddy, uh, what was his name, Tanner? Is that what you said? Yeah, Tanner yeah. from Winston. Yeah so, yeah, so Tanner. So we'll hit him up on Twitter because uh, we've, got a, uh, we've got another follower out, uh, Taylor, out in uh, Southern Cal. And uh, he and I have a bet running for, um, uh, for the golf match this weekend. So I picked Pat Reed to win. Uh, clearly, he didn't like that. I'll tell you why. Because he bet me uh, a bottle of bourbon that Pat Reed doesn't, finish in the top 10. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, tell, uh, tell Tanner, uh, he's got a wager coming his way for the next tournament. Uh, I'll, I'll hit him up. Okay. So I got, I got an update from Tanner from Winston Salem. Yeah. He says punch bow pack is one of the guys building the buck club. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Maybe I've chatted with him on TBC forum then that, that could be it. Yeah okay. yeah. yeah. okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. Ask him when he wants to go to Utah, man. Well, I'll ask him on Twitter. It's fine. We, I'd love to do a live recording out there because I, I saw him actually playing. Uh, oh, and speaking of, let's see, uh, let's see where Zach Blair finished at today. I saw him Minus at one, one or so. under. Yeah, yeah I saw him at one under earlier. 
Uh, but let's see the Buck Club, Zach Blair. Uh, da, da, da. Damn, I come across that. Uh, yeah, he's plus one. He's finished for the day, so he's he's got a chance awesome. to stay in the hunt. And, I mean, it's a short, yeah, it's a short hitter's course. So I mean, he's got uh, he's got a chance to be. He's, I mean, t ninety seven, right? So he he's going to have to definitely improve to make the cut. But um, but yeah, he's, he's still got a chance. Yeah, Dan, like I said, Dan was the uh, slowest pitcher at uh, – so Dan holds a record at NC State, the Wolfpack. No, I did not. He, he was the slowest pitcher ever to play ball at NC State. That's not true. What? Uh, you should have led with that. I went to NC State. None of that's true. <laughs> I, I thought it happened I, – I wanted to let it happen organically. Hey, <laughs> say, speaking of, by the way, Kev, don't you, weren't you the slowest pitcher at uh, like Southern Nebraska something or another? What do you mean by slowest? Uh, just pretty. <laughs> exactly. Okay, if you're listening out there, judge for yourself. I think you know the answer. Slowest to inebriation? Yes. <laughs> Hey, if you're listening, I think you already know the answer. By the way, uh, you know, I told you we were, uh, we were going to, we were waiting on somebody to dial in. Uh, I actually hung up and dialed back in without any issues. And uh, that's the guy. We were waiting on. <laughs> uh, so what's, uh, so who, who are you guys picking for the, uh, for the tournament this week? I'm going with uh, Varner from ECU. Okay. There you go. And I think if they, if he wins, Kevin and I get another swag package from you guys. Oh, there you go. Enough. That works. Fair that enough. works. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is year. Hold like on, hold on, Kevin. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you you don't you don't have to include Kevin gets to pick his own. You don't have to pick for Kevin, even though he was the slowest pitcher. <laughs> okay, if he wins, I get. Oh, I Kurt get likes to idea. Kurt likes to cut my steak on the golf trip too, so he likes to uh, <laughs> he, he likes to feel like he's taking me. Uh, Taking care of me, so. Hey, that, that's just because you cut it in two big chunks and you usually choke. So it's either you can do the Heimlich on him or you can cut his steak for him, and uh, it's just easier to cut your steak. Well, the sooner that gets in my stomach and out of my throat, the quicker that bourbon <laughs> can get back into where, where, where it needs to be, its rightful place. Who you nice. picking, uh, who you got for the win this week, Kev? So I'm looking at this uh, right now, and. I already said Patrick Reed, no reason to follow me. You know, unless you, like, want to be a, uh, unless you want to be a winner. I'm going to go with JT. I think he did a good job uh, during during the match. His part of the commentator commentating. So I, I like him. I'm going to go with JT. All that's right. good. That, that's a good pick. He had a good showing friend today. Of, friend hey. of the pod. Yeah, JT's a friend of the pod. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's given us uh, a comment on Twitter before. So uh, and look at JT. He's six under through seventeen. Man, he's really showing off. Strong. Oh, strong. Hey, Kev. So I don't know. So if you're looking at the leaderboard, man, look. It's also tied for T three. Abraham Answer. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's a mute. He I I think he's the sole distributor for Muras in uh, Mexico. So if we, if we can get him on, maybe we'll be able to upgrade uh, you know, at some point in time. We're all sponsored by the same, by, by the same manufacturer. That's what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> we just need a, uh, a, a Spanish-speaking uh, person on the podcast. Abraham Answer. Hey, Someone Cal, I just else that point can speak out. to him. There you go. Hey, I did want to point out, Cal, that my my pick to win is now minus five through seventeen. Mm. 
Yeah, mine's still, uh, he's still like T37. So, but he Jordan, finished early. Jordan is having a good day. Jordan's having a good day. He is he having a good had day. a couple good years, that's for sure. Well, yeah, amen to that. This is the comeback. Here we go. We predicted it on Monday. Yeah, I, I, I had him in my top five, so I hope he really does pull it off, man. And and I did see uh, Dan. I saw your uh, your man crush, uh, Michael. He shaved uh, shaved all the facial hair off. All he's got of that it? youthful look. Oh yeah, he's got that youthful look going on now. Did he losing that weight? Uh, actually, he did lose a little. Guess who gained it? <laughs> Bryson. <laughs> Puma's probably going like shit, man. We 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 got to bump up. Uh, we're going to have to raise our prices because uh, we're it's, we're using a lot more material, and we can't figure out why. <laughs> hey, so if you guys were watching the tournament today, did y'all see that the uh, the caddies had two names on their bags? Yeah, one of them was a uh, a first responder. Okay, gotcha. I, I didn't catch that, so I was wondering what that was. Yeah, because I'm like, that's not the caddy's name, and they're not carrying two bags. So, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to first responders, man. Absolutely. I tell you what, though, uh, you can see on their Instagram page the second picture is part of our swag bag. Those tees, I love these tees, guys. These are super durable. I got to play them for the first time last weekend. Compliments of of Calvin. And not only are they sharp looking, they're very sharp looking, but they hold up and the ball seems to go really, really long and far. So (laughs) you guys might want to start selling these. That's good. Hold on. That's partly because he looks like DJ. I can't lie. And if you ever catch him with his face buried in the dashboard of the car, he really Mm. looks like DJ. (laughs) Nice. Nice. That's nice. Buried somewhere else. Oh boy! Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought the tees were a nice touch, man. Uh, I'm glad you glad you liked them. Uh, I, I enjoyed playing them at Farm Links uh, the other day. So uh, they 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 go they 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 go in the ground so smooth at Farm Links, man. I'm telling you, I, I've been to Augusta many times. I've never played it, but let me like farm. And, and this place was it had been raining and the course was really wet. By the end of the day, it was pretty dry. Uh, but it was that place is manicured like you wouldn't believe, man. It, it is it, that that course is pristine. And what's really good about the the what I liked about it, it's only eighteen holes. But the first nine is uh, you start off in kind of a kind of a linksy, and it's not. I wouldn't say linksy. It's kind of like you feel like you're at Pinehurst, and then you feel like you get into a mountain course, and then you come back out, and then you kind of finish on a uh, on like a links course. I mean, it's almost like you play three courses in one. I mean, it's it's really really nice, man. I mean, that's uh, that'd be a great trip. I, I, we didn't really get to check out the um, uh, the living area and the hospitality and all that stuff just because of you know COVID and limited. You know, if you're not staying here, you can't come in that kind of thing. And the clubhouse is actually small. Where did we play? Uh, maybe last year. Nah, it wasn't even that big. I'm trying to think. We played somewhere where it had like a really small clubhouse. Uh, and there wasn't a lot of action there. Anyway, there, it, it, it was, it's a great golf course, man. And if you're going there just for golf or Kurt, you like to fish, man. I mean, they, uh, they've got, they're all set up to shoot. They're set up to fish. Uh, it looked, looked like a really fun, fun time. Yeah. I think that's the move next time, but I mean, you, you can't, August isn't great for any of that really, but 
Oh, it was so friggin' hot over there the other day. I mean, it was like, like literally, I mean, it had rained. It rained the whole way over there. And once we got maybe 40 or 50 miles, it kind of stopped raining, was drizzling. Uh, it didn't rain on us at all while we were playing, but you know, but I mean, shit, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, shit, it's like the beginning of June now and it was already miserable. So, I mean, once you get, you know, once your clothes are soaking wet, I mean, it doesn't really matter how hot it gets. I mean, you're just wet the whole day. So. Yeah, if you go in the fall, you can do things like fish and hunt and yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yep, play golf and not sweat to death. You know, I don't, I don't know why we pick August every year for ten years. <laughs> uh, well, but you know, everybody on the trip likes to bitch a lot. So if <laughs> if you pick the hottest fucking month of the year, it gives every. It's like well, I don't even have to look for a reason to bitch. I can just bitch about it. Yeah, so yeah. hot. That's a good point. It's the dehydration that's mainly my concern. Well, I'm thinking I'll lose some weight. So, and, and you know, Kevin's always on a diet, so uh, it's always good for his figure. <laughs> Kevin said he's not working out anymore. Oh. Kev. COVID. Taking the, ti- taking the, tiger, the tiger diet, huh? Uh, what are you talking tennis? about, Kurt? Oh, boy. Are you, uh, you're, I thought that, you know, it was – Couple times a week to to not exercising, just kind of. That was because the that was because the gym was closed. Now, mind you, I did spend hundreds of dollars of unused workout gear up upstairs in my up in my house, but the intent was good. The follow through and the execution was 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 obviously piss poor. But now, you know. Everybody that's listening, you'll be happy to hear that this uh, this stealth figure is coming back because my gym opened three weeks ago. So uh, so stay tuned for for July. It's going to be good for viewers. Yeah, the last the last time I saw him, he did not look like he had been working out. <laughs> Can I confirm or deny that Calvin was drunk when he was looking at me? So. With that so, said, we know. With that said, we know. We know. <laughs> are, are we doing Reynolds? Yeah, so let's talk about how, how much cooler it is in Greensboro, Georgia in August. Oh, well, well, with the lack of humidity and water there, it should be extremely cooler. You don't even have to fish. You can just get in a boat and the fish will just be dead on top floating because it's so hot. They've literally boiled to death in the ponds there. Uh, not only are we doing Reynolds, it's like, hey, let's pick the uh, let's pick the least best course. I didn't say bad courses, but let's pick the least best courses there to play. Uh, that way, uh, it's not expensive. Now, mind you, you could go and play one of the the number one ranked public course to play in Georgia, but why would you do that when you could play the least? Well, it's not even ranked, so I wouldn't even go there. It's like top fifty, but yeah. Well, not only that, though, they give you $200 at the pro shop, but like, a, you know, a thing of balls is like $75. A shirt's like $200. He can't really even buy anything with the gift certificate. And then remember that one year they gave us the gift certificate to the restaurant. And then you they can't said use it. It didn't apply <laughs> to the restaurant. That was last year. Yeah. Two years ago. You can you can use it everywhere except for the steakhouse. The except one the place, place you that go. you want to use it. Yeah. It's like it's like no no, wait a minute. You what no, you can use it at the drive through. Yeah. And that's I, every I, I still got shirts with tags on them from the last two trips that I've not 
that I didn't need or want that are sitting in my closet. Well, we're going back. We're excited. So if, it, so if anybody's listening and, uh, and, and you, you've got a repeat golf trip for like the seventh time and you've got tags from the golf shop on your shirt still, just make a note and don't buy another shirt. And don't buy a visor either. There's no reason anybody should ever wear a visor. No, never. I mean, even Phil doesn't wear visors anymore, and he's taking no the more. hair pills. Yep, absolutely. He's got that new hat. How did Phil do today? Uh, plus, you know, he minus shit. He, he minus one. He shit the bed. He was running good through like uh, fifteen, I think, or sixteen. What the the hole that has yeah. water on it, and then he, uh, yeah, he lost a couple on that one. But he's minus one, so I mean, he's still he'll make the cut, right? I mean, anything negative is going to win. Well, I say that. I mean, that's unless. Uh, Unless he shits the bed tomorrow, but you know it's kind of weird. I mean, all those other guys. I mean, I, I thought uh, they, I thought the bombers were going to really tank on this course, and uh, they've actually played. Uh, I mean, they're. I think all the bombers are still in the hunt to make a move. So, yeah, yeah. Is it playing long? I guess so, huh? Well, no. it, I, I wouldn't no. say it's playing long. It's just that uh, the people that are, you know, d that are pulling driver, they're going through like the windows, you know, they're hitting like through the trees and over the trees and they're trying to land it and shape it. So it's, it's you know, it, it's jammed a few of them up. Um, you know, like Pat did it on the first hole and he bogeyed because he got caught up in the trees. Uh, I think the same thing happened to Jordan. He uh, bogeyed the first hole because he, uh, he kind of pulled it over. Kepka, same thing. He got caught up in the trees. I mean, that course is like really, you know, I mean, it's obviously looks skinnier on, um, on TV, but it's, uh, you, you definitely have to hit it up and over the trees and long, or you got to hit it extremely straight. I guess that's any golf course, but you know, more so this one. And Tiger's out. Yeah, he's not playing. Oh, speaking of Dan, go ahead and drop the news on him. Oh, the vessel, the vessel privacy has been spotted moving. North on the eastern shoreline, we expect a tiger sighting next week at uh, Hilton Head. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a tough, tough course for him. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot. It's actually going to play a lot like this week. And it's, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a bomber's course. It's going to be, uh, you know, you got you got to play it well out of off the tee, but it's going to be, you know, that second shot kind of course. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. And the way he played, um, you know, with the Phil tiger match a couple weeks ago, he's playing lights out right now. It's going to be great. I'm so looking forward to that. Hey, do you guys think, so I haven't read yet, I don't know, but are they going to score, so is everything going to score regularly? They're just going to cancel the other tournaments and, and move them away, and then everything else is going to score as far as FedEx Cup points. It, it's going to score like just, just as regular, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so how do you think like, uh, so I'm looking at these people, and we don't know what the weekend's going to be like. I'm just kind of forward thinking. But if you think about like, if you look at the ROMs and the Rory's, and, uh, yeah, I mean the top five, right. That are, that are leading in money. I mean, Sun JM's got to be just shitting himself. He's got to be happy, but think about like a Justin Rose, Varner, Vegas, answer, Marikawa, uh, Justin Thomas. He actually could pull it off and win it. I mean, he's, uh, he's T, uh, T three at under six and that, so that would be fine. But you got a lot of people that, uh, that potentially, uh, like really, 
progress in this condensed format versus some of the other guys that may not play as much? Because, I mean, you got to figure like an answer. I mean, that dude's probably going to play in every single tournament from here on out just to accrue points. So, and you've got a condensed season. You think there's going to be any blowback or bitching from, uh, from the more senior guys that are, well, if I win this tournament, you know, I can, I can progress uh, or excel in the, on the leaderboard versus the other guys that may have the stamina to move forward. Kurt, you first, bud. Don't they always bitch? <laughs> Sounds a lot like our golf team. I feel like, you know, if, if, if it doesn't work out for them, they, you know, they make some kind of little comment about, well, if it was a regular thing, I would have won. But, you know, most of the, the, the elite guys don't really play until it's money time anyway. So I feel like they have a leg up here because it takes the guys like a answer, or, you know, a Brian Harmon that are not as good naturally. They need a lot of tournaments to get the points up, you know, where someone like a Justin Thomas, he's going to be top 10, top 15 every time. So yeah. he's going to be there no matter what, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, look at Tiger. He like every other tournament he might play, and he's still going to be there at the end if he plays well. Yeah, Tiger's probably going to play between twelve and fifteen times a year now. Um, Brooks Kapka, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. You win one major, and you're locked in for the year. So you know, you, I mean, you're, you're solid. So, <clears throat> well, Cal, to your point though, and Kevin, I'll let you go next. Um, the the factor here in terms of the FedEx points is what's going to be interesting is M because I was reading yesterday. He played like every day during the break. He was up in uh, the Tampa Bay area and uh, they were staying on a resort at a course and he was playing every day during practicing during mainly short game kind of stuff or whatnot, but he's playing every day and he's playing his like, you know, his, uh, his video games at night, that kind of thing, watching Netflix Hey, by the way, by the way, M is a huge fan of the movie you love on Netflix, Extraction. Oh, you know yeah, I love that movie. Love oh, that yeah, movie. absolutely. Hey, hold um, on. Was it, were, were they staying at Inverness? Is that where they were, the Copperhead at uh, Inverness uh, Club? I don't remember. I don't, I'll right. have to get back to you on that one. I don't remember. But yeah, he was up in Tampa, and um, and he said, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to normal where I play like every week. So in terms of FedEx points, this guy is killing the ball. And he's playing like every week. I mean, how does this guy not win the FedEx Cup? Kevin, uh, I, can't, I can't answer that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this schedule right now, just, you know, thinking about this. I, what my prediction would be is where these majors are closely bunched together, closer, you know, with not having a full season, basically, you know, have about 60% of a season or maybe a little bit more actually since they start in October. So they – they're not missing a ton, but I think you're going to have some surprises come uh, come major uh, major weekends that you may see some folks that you normally wouldn't see just because of you know the, just the current landscape. But I mean, to Kurt's point, you know, this is not something. I mean, I guess technically they had to make a decision on what the schedule was going to be, but you can't fault a worldwide pandemic on you know golf tournaments so i think just being back out there i think people are going to be extremely happy for both myself as a viewer and and those guys that now can compete and get a paycheck but uh i i i'm excited i'm excited for it to be back i'm excited to see 
you know, who's playing uh, some new clubs because typically those come out around Masters time. See the new the new endorsement deals. Speaking of which, yep. plug for uh, Justin Rose released uh, Hanma or broke away from Hanma, and now he's uh, he's leading the charge with with uh, being back on staff with Taylor Made. So uh, I'm excited. I, I really am. And and one last thing, which I can't believe that we've not ever explored this is what a great place for a guy's golf trip hilton head would be why have we not done that it's a great place no well because we haven't included it in the survey (laughs) we need a survey for the survey and and because we haven't included it in the survey i feel like we should bring it up for this year yeah i think that'd be a good that'd be a good 2021 destination but you know if scotland is in fact the 22 destination and we're supposed to be saving money i mean for as uh, much of a goat track trip this is going to be this year uh, god only knows where we're going to end up uh, saving all this money to play next year i'm guessing reynolds but who knows well hold on how do you feel about uh, so kevin kurt how do you feel about um well, I mean, and hold on, just just hear me out. So I was thinking, I was thinking about it. But it's it's not a far drive, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely hot in August. But I was thinking, twenty twenty one. How do you guys feel about Reynolds Plantation? <laughs> I think that's a, a front runner. Sure. Oh, oh, hey, this is in the August. first. Hey, it's the first time in my well, would not the first time, but it's been a long time since somebody's liked one of my ideas. Yeah, if you if it's in August, for sure. Oh, you're in. Yeah. If it's oh. nice weather, no, absolutely not. No, Especially it's not nice have, weather. If they've got the good courses closed again, then even if that's not on the list, that'll be written in, and we will go to Reynolds. Yeah. It may uh, well, be like no water on the course. Well, that's hey, that's where I was going. So if we, uh, you know, if they'll let us come and review, if we could actually talk them into cutting the uh, cutting the sprinklers down to about fifty percent and letting <laughs> letting everything dry up really good, uh, fairways, tee boxes, uh, let's make the greens as crunchy as possible. And uh, let's grow the rough up as high as we can and give it like that good shade of yellow brownish like that shit brown um uh fescue color i mean i I think we're in man just bring extra balls and the caveat is even the 30 handicaps have to play from not only the back tees the last piece of tee box like an inch from where the rough starts on the tee box. That's where everybody's got to play from. Okay. All right. Hold on. I've got to intervene here because this is coming from the guy that no matter where they put the tees at, he always lines up like a foot in front of them. Every time. It's like. I saw that on video the other day. Right. I know. It's like he know. I mean, you know what these, these markers are here for there. It's a, it's a boundary. And it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like you ever had a little, little, little puppy you're like, hey, you can sit over here in this corner. And it's like the puppy's like, no, no, I want to go. It's like you can't chew on this shoe, but you can chew on this. It's like, no, I always want to chew on that. It's like, uh, oh, no, I'll just put it up here. It's like that Like that six inches is going to get you an extra yard out of that 227-yard drive you've got. <laughs> well, if I can respond respectfully, I'll try. But if you completed – watching that video you'd see where i ended up teeing up the ball 
And I did. Didn't. I saw it. I did. Calvin did not do it justice, but that was a a 10-yard Tiger draw that was, I don't know, what, 40 yards past and, where and, you were, and, Calvin? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the bad news is he started it like uh, 30 yards too far left, and it just kept drawing that other 10 yards into the road. Hey, don't let the don't don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, Calvin. Why would we? Why would we? Hey, I've got an update from uh, Tanner from Winston Salem. Oh, what do we got? He says uh, in July, there's no more fun than playing in Scotland, Ireland. Traverse City, Whistling Straits, and Sandy Valley, or Sand Valley. Well, uh, Whistling Straits is the Ryder Cup this year, right? If it happens. We voted happens. on a lot of these places. Um, and Well, we got Scotland in three or four years, right? Kind of. Kind. Yeah, I mean, by that time, I'm going to be so old, I don't even know if I'll be able to make the trip. If they don't have a vaccine, I definitely won't be able to go. I won't be able to get like a stamp on my passport that lets me through. Let's do Whistling Straits 2023. There you go. I like that. You know. I like that. And then Sand Valley 2024. Uh, you know, we should do – I mean, that's fine, but I'm telling you, like, we should do a uh, Scottsdale trip, man. Oh, yeah, that's a nice trip. That's, that's fucking fun out there. I mean, at the right nice time trip. of year, like, you know. December. <laughs> Uh, November, November, October, yeah. November are really nice out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, it's awesome. But uh, we go in August. You know, <laughs> I played out there. I played out there in July, which is obviously not one I'd recommend. But it's no hotter than it is going to be at Reynolds in August. That's what they call uh, how do they say it? Uh, dry heat. Yeah, no, mm. it's just hot as hell. You're playing golf in an oven. Uh, pretty much. Well, though, the difference is, is in one, you're playing in an oven. In the other, you're playing in a microwave. Either way, you're getting cooked. No, it's like playing It's like playing in a sauna out in uh, Scottsdale and playing in a steam room out in uh, Reynolds. But for That's all of our French, French friends or Swiss friends, it, it's, a, it's like playing in a sous vide. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we got to wrap this up, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I have no closing comments other than I'm looking forward to the same fucking trip again this year. I'll just put it on repeat. <laughs> I'll expect I'll expect somebody to break something and somebody to fall and hurt themselves. I imagine it'll be the same person, but I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to getting to the punch bowl with Tanner. Tanner, yeah, I'm looking forward to taking your bourbon when P. Reed. Breaks top 10. I'll pass it to the next one. There you go. That's nice. Well, I'll see you guys there. I'm bringing crawfish and beer. So nice. Kev? All right. Well, Kev, I'm going to bring my award winning positive attitude down to Greensboro and uh, be there with bells on. Okay. All right. When you you say it like that, how could we resist? Absolutely. All right. Hey, Cal, it looks like Kurt just dropped. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining. Yeah, great discussion. We look forward to having you guys back on to talk more about this golf trip when uh, it starts to uh, materialize more with the whole group. Uh, but in the meantime, cheers. And, uh, hey, uh, we hope this weekend turns out to be a um, nail-biting finish on Sunday. And, uh, man, we are stoked for it. Cal, anything else, bud? Thanks for listening to the Birdies and Bourbon podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys.